One of the cool things about Quartzsite, Arizona is running into and camping with uh, old friends. And even if it's only been a year, uh, it's, it's great to run into old friends and camp with old friends in Quartzsite. And one of my oldest friends is uh, Robert Ragsdale, who it's the, it's the Bob and Rob show here. <laughs> He's going to join me because we were in the Peter Santanello video uh together and along with mike you've heard mike in in a, a, a podcast robert's had a ton of life experience and and we we give each other a hard time all the time and that's what makes this great we'll talk about it in podcast eleven twenty two, the bob davis podcast well if you're back in the in the land of the frozen tundra then you know what i'm talking about when i talk about uh christmas pots christmas pots from uh gardengurusmn.com if you if you get a Christmas pot, then uh, you'll have a lot of color in the entryway. They're about four or five feet high, uh, bigger than a small woman for sure. So check out GardenGurusMN.com and uh, order up your Christmas pot before the holidays. It should last pretty much. Uh, the plants in there will last easily until um, you know spring, and then you can put something else in there. <laughs> GardenGurusMN.com. We don't have Christmas pots out here in in Quartzsite. We have uh, we have desert scrub and and uh, water jugs and boxes of wood and the whole nine yards. Well, we do have the lit cactus. The lit cactus. They kind of drape. They they kind of uh, uh, drape lights around that like a Christmas tree. So I guess you can consider that our Christmas tree. What is a what is the lit cactus? The lit cactus is party town. That's that's where people go to. Uh, they have their little drum circles. They have their uh, they have their parties over there, and I guess they do unquestionable or questionable or unmentionable <laughs> things. But um, not, not not my bailiwick, so I, I, I tend to avoid that place. So I've known you for uh, well, it was it was it last year? Last year that we met, Mike introduced us. Um, I think, matter of fact, we all got together and had dinner one night, or was it just coffee or chocolate or something of that nature? But um, yeah, it was. Uh, I met you through Mike. Uh, oh, that's right. Because when he was he was camped in this one area, and then I came over, and you were there, Correct. and we started talking. But the thing is, I have a distinct memory of talking to you because you were a fish and game officer, and uh, you were talking about how we were, the boat was destroying your back, and that was one of the reasons you decided to come out here. Oh, it wasn't destroying; it destroyed my back <laughs> and my neck and my knees from the pounding. Twenty years worth of pounding. Oh, twenty years worth. Um, but it, that's not why I ended up. Um, I came out here because, um, well, I retired and I had to retire for some medical reasons that I'm not going to get into right now. But I had to retire after 28 years in law enforcement, and I um, I decided that I did not want to sit on the couch watching soap operas and Jerry Springer and daytime TV for the rest Come of on, my Jerry life. Come on, Jerry Springer? No. Well, he's dead now, so. <laughs> you can't watch it. Reruns. That was very Bill Gates-like. He's dead now, so. But um, I, I just needed to get out. You know, I, I, in the Army, I saw much of Europe that I wanted to see, that I learned about growing up as a kid in history class. I decided, you know, I wanted to see the country that I lived in, that I grew up in, and I said, you know, what the hell, I'll just, I'll, I'll figure out some way to travel. I initially bought a bus two years before you I retired. Did, that's right. Two years before I tried, I bought a bus, and I just could not wrap my head around 
ripping that thing apart and building it back up and I just could not get motivated I bought the tools I bought the beginning materials I had a location where I was storing it to do the work and I just could not wrap my head around getting into it and doing anything with it and I eventually got rid of the bus and I remember you said that you would go out there and look at it and go, oh, yeah, I can't, Im- yeah. I, I just can't imagine. Yeah, probably. Well, then you got a teardrop. Oh no, that's yeah. right. You no, had the jeep. I had. I bought a jeep. I bought a um my my idol, my my primary motivation when I first came out was a guy named um named Chris Shantz. He has a YouTube channel called Venture Forward. And he lived in a Jeep with an Ursa Minor camper top. And at that time, I think he had been living it for three years. Um, Since 2017, yeah, he had been doing it for three years. He was my idol. I wanted to be just like him. I wanted to do overlanding and do it in a Jeep (laughs) and live in a Jeep. That was my plan. And I got lucky. I found a Jeep that um, was already done. Everything was done to it. So you didn't have to do anything. I didn't have to do anything. Which is pretty cool. All I had to do was just move in and it was great until we got cold oh (laughs) and that thing just isn't designed to live in in the cold and it's cramped and then i got harry my dog and it really isn't any room now so i bought a teardrop trailer well we're gonna put harry in the in the youtube video that we're gonna do because um harry is a a personality unto himself harry the character (laughs) he's a character Harry Houdini is his full name, and there's a reason. Um, he is absolutely an escape artist. If, if there's a way to get out of wherever he's being kept or detained or what have you, detained, he's going to get out. He, um, Well, if you want to go to Dark Nomad, D-A-R-Q Nomad, that is Robert's YouTube channel, and you'll see a lot of Harry if you want to see, if you want to see Harry. Harry. So, yeah, anyway, you had, the, you had the Jeep with the Ursa Minor top, and then I bought a teardrop trailer thinking, you know what, it's, it's, it's a better place to sleep, there's more room, and no, no. It, it became a, a, a bed on wheels that I dragged behind me. <laughs> and there, there, there It did just, have a kitchen. It had a kitchen, that. but it, that, that, was the, that was the problem. It had a kitchen, it had, it had two burner, it had a two burner stove, it had a sink, it had water, but it was out it, you were doing everything outside and that was my second year here and the weather just did not cooperate <laughs> with me we had a really tough winter we had a really tough winter i mean it was it wasn't it wasn't the cold it, it was wasn't it was the wind the wind was relentless yes. it was every day and i got tired of of positioning my vehicle and and turning this way and that to try to get out of the wind when i cooked and i just I'm like no i got to do something else well I mean, uh, the reason we're recording inside Mobile Podcast Command is it's impossible. I can't, it, it, you know, in the summer the or maybe early spring, there really isn't a lot of wind you can set up out right. here. But there has been consistent wind uh, since, I don't know, uh, I, I since, uh, you know, it wasn't that bad when we first got here. I got here about a month ago, and it started to pick up, and it's yeah. it's just the way winter is out here in the desert. And, and it, only gets, it only gets worse if you want to really... Call put that type of a title on it um it, it, it will get to the point where we'll be getting gusts 35 40 mile an hour gusts all day yeah and then it might die down overnight and then it'll come back fresh 
fresh and you put your solar panels up and uh, you're chasing your solar panels up now sometimes we get the dust storms and everything but that's you know that's kind of that's kind of the way it is out here what one of my favorite things is we would we were sort of at the front of a campground uh, yes last year and we're kind of we're kind of by a whole we're not going to say specifically where we're 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 near water and garbage and so there's a lot of traffic out here and we sit and and we (laughs) We go. What is this guy doing? And oh it's yeah, just, people watching is a thing out here. <laughs> there, there's definitely a lot of room for people watching, and where we are is, is people watch central. Um, it's nuts for, for this area. It is. It is. It is. It is insane. It is insane. And he was. I think you mentioned on the last podcast something about the garbage. The garbage. Oh my god, the garbage. I, I can't with this garbage. It's, it is insane. I've never seen. A pile of garbage like I've that. I've never seen. Well, I've seen garbage like that piled up living in a yeah, city. Yeah, in a dump. <laughs> or right. living in the city when, when, they, when, when the garbage when the, guy's going. When the garbage guy's yeah, going. Right. But these people out here, they just, I don't care. I, I, I need to get rid of my garbage, and, you know, nothing's going to get in my way of me getting rid of my garbage, no. even if I have to pile it up and make a pyramid. Yeah. And that's what they're doing. I think there's a pyramid competition. Is he see who can be the last one to put their garbage bag on top of that freaking pile? It's insane. And there are, people should know, there are two or three different spots you can throw your garbage away. There if are. you have an LTVA sticker, uh, you got to have that. W- one is over north in what we refer to as Jim Land, which is, uh, yes. no, that's west. That's where that's he west. is. That's west. Assistant that's west. Ranger Jim. <laughs> he is not a stuff. real I'm ranger. I'm calling him a ranger. He's not a ranger. He's not. I don't know what he is. I know what he thinks he is. He's a volunteer ranger, but yes. but he, he has the title assistant volunteer ranger, which is just hilarious. Don't even get me started. But his his dumpster's empty. I was I went down there last night to, to dump, and his thing is empty. So there so you go, is, people. So is, so is Tyson Wash, where we stayed last year. That yeah. dumpster's empty. That's way out in the back, though. But um, they just people like you know this is where I'm filling my water up, but this is where I'm dumping my tank. So this is where I'm going to dump my garbage. And nothing's going to stop me from dumping my right. garbage here. All right, whatever. But and but you guys are camped fairly near, fairly close to it. The thing that really drives me crazy about it, though, is the fact that um, there's they're they're short two dumpsters. There there are two dumpsters less than there yes. were last year. There were four out there last year, and now there are just two, and it fills up quickly. And the bad thing about it is that they won't stop piling garbage up around it once the dumpsters get full so when the guys come to replace them <laughs> they, they they pull the full dumpsters away and then they take the rest of the garbage that has been left around the dumpsters and they dump that in a new dumpster oh, so they do they st- when you when we start out we're half full i didn't know that they bring a new dumpster oh. and it's half full already <sighs> so it doesn't it doesn't take long for it to get back to what we do and this is like this is about thursday friday time frame it's, it's full nuts. to overflowing we're we're in the process of reevaluating. i think our um, location yeah. me and tom were talking about that yesterday yeah um and then we have to worry about where miss bonnie is going to park and yeah we I have mean, a friend we have a friend miss bon i call her bon bon you call her miss bonnie she is quite if you're listening uh she's probably not but she has a a very odd approach to life to no man and life in general for sure <laughs> bonnie life it's bizarre you know get, she's constantly delayed with mechanical issues which are just like baffling we yes. don't understand what the thing is what's going on there 
Um, well, okay. One of the things we got to talk about is, um, you know, Mike and I talked a little bit about motivation for doing this and what you've learned doing this over the years. Because you've had quite a lot of experience, uh, you know, doing this. You've been doing this for what three or four? This is your fourth year, right? Isn't it fourth um, or fifth year? No, I'm on my. Th- um, this, this December, end of this December, will make my um, third year of retirement, and so I've. Um, There's Harry. The end of my third year of retirement, or the beginning. Something like that. Something like that. But yeah, I've been I've been doing this now about three years. About three. I think I'm on my third year, or coming to the end of my third year out here. And um, I, I, I would never. This, this was the best decision I've ever made. <laughs> Chill out, Harry. It's all <laughs> we got Harry clipped to the back of the ambulance, and uh, it's just funny because he's got to get his two words. He's got to he, get his he his does. attention. He has to get his word in. Harry, we can let him in here if you want. Harry, just, just lay down. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I um this is the best decision I've ever made in my life. I um I'm happy. I am happier than I have I think I've ever been. I don't have any responsibilities really except for Harry. I have to make sure he eats and drinks and is taken care of. But other than that, I, I get up when I want to, I get to sleep when I want to. I sit around on my butt if I want to. I go for a walk if I want to. If I get tired of the people around me or the scenery around me. How could that ever happen? How could you ever get tired of us? Well, um, (laughs) there are moments. (laughs) There are moments. Yeah, and that's the thing. There are bad days. We we have bad days. But in general, you look and you balance it out and you think about it. And it's like, what? okay, what's the alternative? Well, we've gotten to the point, I think, in our little group where we know each other well enough that if you, you talk to somebody for just a moment and you, you see know. that they're just not in the mood, then we know, all right, time to go back to my camp and leave them alone and let them deal with whatever internal strife they're dealing with. Yeah. So it's 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 easy to pick that up after a while with people you're staying around. And we, we, we respect each other enough to where we'll leave each other alone if that's what needs to be done. We'll talk a little bit more about motivation in the second half of this podcast, but I got to mention 36 Lynn, the independently owned and operated refueling station in South Minneapolis. You guys are awesome. First of all, they have a great Instagram feed. They're nuts. They're community involved, and uh, they get fuel at a little bit cheaper price because they're an independent refueling station. I've talked about that a bunch. Uh, and and also, uh, Lonnie, who runs it and owns it, uh, is really all about locally sourced food in the store. So they have all kinds of locally sourced candy. They've got peace coffee. They've got all kinds of stuff. 36 Lynn, uh, 36th Street South and um, Lindale Avenue South in Lynn Lake in South Minneapolis. Check them out. 36 Lynn. Thanks, guys, for sponsoring the Bob Davis Podcast. All of us this year have been sharing how when we went back into society in uh, this this last summer, because that's what we do. We kind of go home and refit, redo the whole thing. We don't have houses, so we stay with friends or we stay with family. And we all had a similar experience where we had an almost allergic <laughs> reaction to spending. Allergic. And you have a hell of a story with your situation. I decided that the teardrop trailer needed to be done away with so my my brilliant plan was to um originally what i wanted to do was what i ended up doing now i wanted to get a cargo trailer and convert it into a camper so 
I have a buddy that I used to work with in law enforcement, and he now, he currently resides in Alabama. So I went to Alabama um, to stay with him. Yeah, he has a rather, he has a a big piece of property, and he says that I could mooch dock, as we call it. Um, Nothing like mooch docking. Nothing like mooch docking. I I had access to power. I had access to, you know, his household, and I could stay there on his property. At the same time, I could get a job because they were oh, that's hiring. Right. Like it was insane the, 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 how much hiring is going on in the area that and he for lives the, in for the amount of of dollars. For the amount of dollars, um, <laughs> I'll get to that in a second. I um, so I went there to get a job and and save up money so I could buy this cargo trailer and build it out. So my first job was at Bucky's. Oh my God, and Bucky's is a just a, if you don't know Bucky's, if you're fr- from Texas, you know, uh, all over the South and so, and and Texas area, there are these truck stops called Bucky's. They're gigantic truck they are, stops. They are enormous. And you were raving about the food before you went. Oh, I'm going to work at Bucky's. It's going to be great. <laughs> I, I love their I love their bris- I love their brisket sandwiches. And. The size of the places—it's insane. They have like most of them have no less than a hundred gas pumps, and and the size of the store is like a small Walmart. Wow! And they have fantastic, or what I thought was fantastic, beef brisket. I'm not going to insult them, but <laughs> I'm I'm telling you right now, I I won't ever eat their brisket again. I won't ever eat anything <laughs> from there again because I worked in the back cooking and preparing all that stuff, and I just won't eat it. So, yeah. They paid pretty decently. They started everybody out at twenty bucks an hour, which isn't bad. That's really age. good. Um, I lasted a month. <laughs> I, I couldn't. I, I couldn't. I, I their 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 work thing. I mean, you work for, you work for eight hours and you get one twenty minute break in eight hours. And this is when you're supposed to go to the bathroom and do your lunch and all this stuff. And I was like, no, I'm, I can't. I'm too old for this. I can't. So I, I left there and I went to work at Lowe's thinking, you know, this would be a good fit. Jumping from the frying pan into the fire, apparently. I can get a discount on building materials to help me build my camper, and... It's going to be great. It's going to be great. And you have access to all the materials. I know where, I don't know where everything is at. I want to look for stuff. This will be fantastic. And $5 less an hour. I knew that going in. The biggest deal with them is I am not, after 28 years of law enforcement, a customer service-oriented person. I just can't. No. I, I can't. And you can't. You can take the boy out of law enforcement, but you can't take the law enforcement correct. out of the boy. And I, I can't deal with people like that. I, I just can't. And <laughs> I worked at the Athens Lowe's in Athens, Alabama, and the people that live there are a piece of work, let me tell you. Um, tell me about the regulator. The who? The regulator. Or the reducer. The reducer. Reducer. Everybody came into the plumbing section. I didn't work plumbing section either. I worked in electrical and lighting, but every time I turn around, I'm working plumbing because that department was right next to my department. And the reducer. I need a reducer. I need to reduce this pipe size from this to this. Well, why do you need to do that? And it's because they're cheap. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of buying the proper size... Of, of the rest of the piping in the house, I'll save a couple of dollars and just get this a half inch smaller and you were or like, smaller. They'd ask where something was and you'd say, I don't know. And yeah. they just couldn't accept that. Or we don't have any more. But the app says you have 14 of them. Yeah, that, that app is not, it's not real-time inventory. It's not. So just because the app says it's in the store doesn't mean it's in the store. But and then it, you had to stay 
you had to stay with your friend. And I did the same thing. I stayed with family and I stayed yeah. with friends. And I, I was lucky in Wisconsin because I, I camped. I was out down by the lake. So I didn't have to stay in a house. But then when I went to New Hampshire, I stayed in a house. And I was in my friend's driveway for more than he probably wanted me to be there. But I don't know. They kept saying, it's okay. But every night we'd sit there and watch TV. And it was like my eyes itched. My, I, 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 I was almost allergic to being in a house. And the same thing happened to Tom. He said he did the same thing. And he, and he got it was like a, an allergy being in a house. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I spent as much time as I could outside. Once I bought the trailer itself... I would work on the trailer until it was time to go into work at Lowe's, and and the, the amount of time I spent in the house was was very minimal. Um, primarily because I didn't want to spend time in the house because he's got five kids, <laughs> and I'm not trying to. I can't. I just can't. I raise my kids. My kids are grown. They're right. they're out on their own, and I, I don't want to. I, I can't. I, I just can't. And there's no reason why you should. You know, it's um, you've done that. They are his his kids are a piece of work. Let me tell you, um, love mm. them to death, but they're a piece of work. They're they're children. Um, the oldest one is thirteen, and the youngest one, the youngest three are six. Oh my god! And just not 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 in my thing anymore. Um, yeah, if you if you're uh, if you're older and you think that you could marry a young woman and have five children, <laughs> think nah. again, bro. <laughs> nah. Nah. I could do that. Oh you bet, no, you, you couldn't. You, you better you, want you to. better do something to yourself, or, or or make sure that she can't have any of. You. <laughs> I mean, I, take grandkids for instance. I have a granddaughter now, and I I, I went to visit um, back home for her first birthday. But here's the beautiful thing about it: is when it gets to be too much, I can look at my daughter. See and say, you later. Here you go. And then you said that you were listening to my podcast and they were keeping you sane on the road. They were. Um, it, it, it was funny. I would listen to them, especially the past podcast over the past year. And you start talking about things that had gone on around camp. And it was like I was back there all over again. And I, I remember exactly the discussion <laughs> that we were having around a fire at different times and things that we were talking about. And it... it, it made me feel like I was back in the desert. And not in this crazy situation. And not in this crazy yeah. situation. I mean, this, and is, the trailer this is home great. to me now. Yeah, this me is too. Home to yeah, me you now. came, when you came, you were like, we were, he came late at night, we, we guided him into where we were, and it was just like, oh, you're home. You yeah. know, it's it, it's such a weird feeling that you, you would think this campground out here in the desert would be home, but it is home. It's really weird. Let me tell you what, I mean, my, my body ached the entire time I, I was in in Alabama and then in Maryland, the the, the humidity and, and the cold air in that part of the country does something to me, and it apparently has done something to me my entire life because when I came here, all of that disappeared: the body aches, the joint aches, the um, just just the feeling of being uncomfortable. It all went away. Yeah, I feel whole yeah. when I'm here. I I'm without pain when I'm here. There's something about this place. I don't know what you it know, is. Maybe I it's joke, all the I, courts. I, joke, I joke around and say it's the crystals. It's the crystals. <laughs> I think. But um, Bonnie will tell you it's all about the crystals. Well, she's she's the crystal lady. It's, 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 it's hot, dry air. 
Yeah, I think is all it is. I, I it's do. Hot, I do too. dry air, and I, I will take this over that cold, damp air on the east part of this country, east of the Mississippi, any day. And one of the things that I really liked was um, the we would have, and people, we all do it, so it's not judgmental, but we would. Uh, we would have this experience where we would be sitting around talking about, like I said, well, why does this guy do this? And we, we're kidding around, and we're ribbing whoever it is. That we, they're not there, so we're, we're able to talk freely about them because they're not there. But it's like a master's degree program in, in nomad life and what you do and what you don't do and yeah. keeping it simple enough so that you can function out here. But yet you have an ice maker, and you have and, and in that, that uh, trailer of yours, you've got a buttload of... Um, of uh, Conveniences, conveniences, um, and things that uh, will make you solar power. Yeah, I um I decided that, uh, you know, the the whole overlanding thing. No, I'm I'm not doing that. My I I have very poor vision, and some of the roads that I drove on, I had no business driving on when I was doing <laughs> the overlanding thing. We both like, went Echo Park. We, yeah, we, we, we did Dennis go to Echo National. Park. Yeah, and I, like I just can't do that anymore. Um. I probably will to an extent. I'll do a little bit exploring, but I'm I'm not going to do it to the extreme that I was doing it when it was just me and a Jeep. Um, the, the conveniences and 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 comfort items. Yeah, I want an ice maker because I like drinking cold drinks. Um, the air fryer. I have an air fryer. Oh man, the air fryer. You know, I I I I want to be able. I like to cook. So yes. That is, let me just say that is a convenience we're glad that you like to cook well i try um and you have a freezer full of i have a freezer full of stuff that i that that was generously provided me back home in maryland um and 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 i have been sharing because i'm not a selfish person like that well also that there um, was some judgment there was some judgment that was issued to to and a challenge to both mike and i (laughs) you think you're eating well you better watch what you say because because there's a i'm bringing lasagna correct what else we had we've already had the steaks Oh, we ate steaks. steaks. Those were so Um, good. I made scrapple for breakfast the other day, but Bob wasn't able to partake. I had to go hang out and eat a burrito somewhere. Um, We got lasagna. We've got, um, I've got probably enough beef stew to share, homemade beef stew. Um, The chili, I don't think I have enough chili to share unless we make chili dogs. But we had a, a, there's a lot of stuff that I brought with me. But. Yeah, you know, I wanted a big, thick, comfortable bed, so I have a big, twelve-inch thick queen-size bed now. That's awesome. You know, I wanted I wanted to carry more water, so I have a thirty-gallon water tank in my new trailer. I have twelve hundred watts of solar coming in. That's and, my favorite part. And 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 three very large um, lithium batteries to store the power that the, that the solar generates. So. I, and I'm no, I'm nowhere near done building that thing. Well, I mean, when that stuff is activated, you will have, you will have dealt with the three biggest problems that we Correct. have really. And power is a huge issue. And people, they keep thinking they can have two AGM batteries and a couple, of, and, and then right. you watch it. And it happened to me, and it happens to all of us. You start struggling to keep the batteries charged, you and did, then if you, you if they go below a certain point, you're screwed. You, yeah. you got to throw the thing out and get another one. Correct. And uh, AGM batteries just uh, with the advent of these new lithium batteries, especially the ones that are lighter, because you have you have three lithium batteries, all you know what are they? How many? Amp, amp, my my three lithium batteries weigh the same amount that my one AGM battery weigh. My lithium batteries are 200 amp hours a piece, so mm. for a total of 600 amp hours, 
and they weigh a total of 120 pounds. My one AGM battery weighed 120 pounds, and it was only it was only 200 amp hours. Yeah. So I have triple the power with the same amount of weight. And you could only use half of those 100 amp. 200 and you can only use half hours. of that 200 amp hours. So you know AGM. what you've done is you've literally solved you know created a solution to that. You won't have that problem anymore. Correct. Now it wasn't cheap. It's, it's, it's no. not cheap, but it's well worth it. It will be well worth it in the end when everything is hooked up and everything is connected and I can finally sit down and say, all right, let's turn the air fryer up and make some buffalo wings. Or <laughs> let's, 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 I'm going to make that's some. That's the first thing that's going to happen. When I've got know. some baby back ribs in there, too. I oh, forgot about man. those. i got baby back ribs when I can cook those in my pressure cooker and then caramelize them in, oh. in, 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 in the air, in the, uh, air fryer. You know, so and you are the originator of the "We Are Not Savages" slogan, that, which that, really that, ought to be that, in a that T-shirt. Was my thing. You know who I got? I have a I have a buddy named Gavin, um, up in he lives up in Seattle, and 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 he he said that for the first time. Um, we were at Overland Expo, and he was cooking up a meal. He made some fantastic steaks and um, Brussels not Brussels sprouts, asparagus. Steaks oh and, yeah, steaks and potatoes and asparagus Ugh. we had for dinner one night. And I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, this is fantastic. And we're not savages out here. <laughs> what do you think we? What, <laughs> what do you think? What do you think we are? And he's the one that introduced me to my favorite cocktail, which is a Moscow Mule. Oh, and um, I, I, I live for those things. What's now. a Moscow Mule? It is um, it is vodka, ginger beer, and uh, uh, wine. Oh. And it's supposed to be drank in a copper cup. I destroyed my copper cup at my buddy's house in Alabama, so I'm gonna have, I'm in the market for a new one. But um, that that is my favorite drink now, and I I, tr- I try to have them as as regularly as possible. It's a great cocktail to have just before bed, but I'm I'm kind of short on the vodka right now. I'm not going to get into why I'm short on the vodka, but needless to say, um, <laughs> you drank it all. No, I'm kidding. I didn't drink it all. My buddy's wife uh, drank it all. She drank it all. <laughs> uh, and so you discovered that you were short on vodka when you I got here. I discovered I was short on vodka. No, that's so. the other thing is we're not drinkers, generally speaking. Like I've, no. I've only seen you have one, maybe one cocktail, and none of us drink. So uh, it, 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 depending on where you are here, some people, that's why we don't go to the Lick Cactus, because we don't need the, right. you know, there's just no point. It's just going to seem like a bunch of crazy people down there for us, because we don't. They're drinkers and smokers, and, yeah. and, and I got no problem with that, but I'm just, it's... I don't like drunks. I, 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 that, and that's that comes from doing what I used to do for a living, and and having to deal with them when they went on the wrong side of the law. Yeah, I just can't stand to be around them. You can't. You're you're dealing with the the you're dealing with the unconscious at that point. They're not Correct. even there. So, first of all, I don't have time to thank the people that have recently made contributions to the Bob Davis podcast. I deeply appreciate it. Next podcast, I'll go through the whole list and thank you to everyone who's made a. Uh, if you want to support what I'm doing, go to the BobDavisPodcast.com. Click on the yellow donate button just underneath Mobile Podcast Command. It's PayPal. I know it's not up to date on the Hootie. I got to work on that. But yeah, I appreciate whatever you can send. It goes right in the tank. Uh, and thanks again for listening and subscribing to the Bob Davis Podcasts uh, at thebobdavispodcast.com, iTunes, and also on YouTube. The YouTube channel is crazy. And I think for both of us, YouTube has been crazy. So uh, thank you. Oh, okay. So uh, any final thoughts? Um, well, 
we, we, we've hinted on this and we've talked about it. Um, this place is not for the faint of heart. True. Um, if you're listening to somebody who's telling you that this is a lifestyle and, 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 and that, that, that we are um, naturally predestined or, or programmed to live life like this, um, we're not Mongolian. And, and and we're not Arab and and the people that are still we're not on Plains that, Indians. Yeah, we're not. We're yeah. not. Um, Two hundred years is, ago, this is this can be difficult. Um, would I ever change it or give it up for anything? No, not if I can possibly help it. But if you're going to do this, you better be prepared to. You you need to be adaptable. Is it absolutely? Thing. You need to be able to adapt to ever-changing situations, and if you can't, then this is no place for you. Yeah, like we we may end up having to move our campsite at this point if this garbage situation doesn't get straightened out. And you're yeah. right by it, so the, the, you're constantly. And this is what we talk about when we talk about bad days and good days. Uh, historically, nomad life was short and violent. Uh, these days, it yeah, it can be short and violent if you're not careful, that's for sure. But it's just a struggle, uh, and the desert is really an un, an inhospitable environment, don't you think? I mean, it's beautiful. It unforgivable. It's, it's unforgivable. unforgiving. Yeah. Unforgiving. Uh, there was a kid rocking, running around out here in shorts and a t-shirt at night, and I told him, you know, if you fall down and hit your head, you'll die of hypothermia out here, even though it's only 50 degrees. And and he was shocked. It's like, yeah, you know, it, it, it's a, it can be dangerous. So, all right, Robert, it's time for us to figure out what the hell we're going to do about this garbage situation. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know. We're going to have to raise some know. hell. I don't know. We'll go on a little scouting expedition and see if there are uh, more hospitable places around here to stay. Maybe that's what we'll do. Thanks for listening to Podcast 1122. Should we call it the Robin Bob Show? I'm going to say just connecting with, <laughs> I'm going to say connecting with old friends in court site. That'll work. The Bob Davis Podcast. <gasps> Bye-bye.